Welcome, precious jewels. This podcast is for you. You are blessed. You are loved. You are special. You are accepted in the beloved. I'm Dorcas, and I'm here to tell you how precious you are. Hi, precious jewels. We're going to be starting a series on the Holy Spirit. This is because I've realized from God's word that the Holy Spirit is one of the most important gifts that the believer has today. But too many people don't know enough about the Holy Spirit. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is a thing. Some people think he's fire. Some people think that he's wind, he's water. There's so many misconceptions about who the Holy Spirit is. Some people think it's even a non-living thing, like it's, it's just a force, just the way the wind is a force. But they do not really understand who he is. And when we don't know who the Holy Spirit is, then we cannot fully enjoy the full benefits that God wants us to enjoy, which is why he gave the Holy Spirit to us. So today, we'll look at who is the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? To understand this, we have to go to the very beginning, the book of Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. Verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. This is the first time that the Spirit of God is mentioned in scriptures. Verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. So we see that in the work of creation in the beginning there were three beings involved there was god the father there was the spirit of god and then there was the word of god these three were involved in creation and there's so many scriptures that communicate the concept of one god but existing in three distinct personalities we have god the father we have god the son that's jesus christ and then we have god the spirit that is the holy spirit these three are one but they are distinct no one is less than the other or inferior to the other they just have different responsibilities different offices but it is one god now a lot of people um, belittle the holy spirit they highly esteem and worship god the father they highly esteem and worship god the son but when it comes to the holy spirit they see him as being less than god they see him as being a servant of God or a subject of God. But the Holy Spirit is God. He's not inferior to God. He's not less than God. He is God himself. He is the third person in Trinity, but he is not less than God in any way. He is 100% God. He is fully God and he deserves the honor and the respect that we are called to God. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is a force, that he is energy, but he is not. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is wind, but he is not. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is fire, <laughs> but he is not. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is water, but he is not. Some people think that the Holy Spirit is a dove, but he is not. You see, all of these things are simply symbols. They were used to explain the person of the Holy Spirit in scriptures. But none of that is who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is not a force or wind or fire or water. He's not a non-living thing. 
he is God, he is a spirit and he has a personality, he is a person. How do we know this? A person needs to have three characteristics. A person needs to have a will, a person needs to have a mind, a person needs to have emotions. Non-living things, inanimate objects do not have a will of their own, they do not have a mind, they do not have emotions. But living things, personalities, have minds, wills, and emotions. Now we're going to see from God's word that the Holy Spirit has all of these three. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, reading from the New King James Version, it says, But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. If you read from verse 1 of that 1 Corinthians 12, you see that it was actually talking about the gifts of the Spirit. That's not the focus for today, but probably in our subsequent podcast, we'll get to talk about them. But at the end of it all, in verse 11, it says that the Holy Spirit is the one who distributes these gifts and he does it as he wills. This shows us that the Spirit of God has a will. He can decide, this is what I want to do and then do it. So he is not a thing. Is not an inanimate object. He has a mind. If we read Romans, the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, the 26th and 27th verses, reading from the Amplified Version, it says, In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with signs and groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Because the Spirit intercedes on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. We can see from this verse that the Spirit of God has a mind. It says, he who searches the heart, I'm talking about God the Father, knows what the mind of the Spirit is. So the Holy Spirit is not a mindless force of nature. No, he is not. He has a mind. He's a distinct personality. Now, the Holy Spirit also has emotions. If you read the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter and the 30th verse, reading from the New International Version, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. The word grief is synonymous with sorrow, and that is a deep emotion. So we can grieve the Holy Spirit. This means that he has emotions. Inanimate objects do not have emotions. The wind does not have emotions. Fire does not have emotions. Water does not have emotions. But Holy Spirit has emotions. So he's none of these things. He is a person. He's a distinct personality. Now that we've established that the Holy Spirit is God, the Holy Spirit is equal to God, is not inferior to God, even though he is the third person in Trinity. We have also established that the Holy Spirit has a mind, he has a will, and he has emotions. Now let's look at who he is to us. Who is the Holy Spirit to us? In the book of John chapter 3, the gospel according to John chapter 3, we see the account of a man called Nicodemus who came to Jesus at night. He was a renowned Pharisee, a member of the council, the ruling council then in the nation of Israel. And then he came to Jesus at night to ask Jesus questions. Jesus told him that except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
and he didn't understand so he asked jesus he said how can i as old as i am go back into my mother's womb and then be born again then jesus replied to him and said in verse 5 of john chapter 3 jesus answered very truly i tell you no one can enter the kingdom of god unless they are born of water and the spirit here jesus was explaining to him what it means to be born again Jesus has already told him, except you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom. He now asks the question, how can I be born again? Then Jesus explained that to be born again means to be born of water and of the spirit. Now that water represents the word of God. It means you have to be born of the word and born of the spirit. So the spirit of God is at work in the new birth is at work in the recreation of the human spirit when the word of god is preached to us when the gospel is preached to us when we hear the good news of how god sent jesus to die for our sins and how he was raised to life on the third day having fully paid the price for all our sins when we hear the gospel the holy spirit convicts our hearts we believe the gospel and when we declare that jesus is our lord it is the holy spirit who comes into us who removes that old nature of sin that was in us and who births a new spirit in us who recreates our spirits and makes us born again so you see the holy spirit is at work in the new birth is at work in the salvation experience is the one who makes us reborn who makes us born again that is the first work of the holy spirit in our lives and see after that happens he doesn't leave us he doesn't reborn us recreate us and then go he stays with us forever he dwells with us forever you see he is the seal of our redemption a seal is like an evidence when someone writes a letter and then puts its company's seal on it it is an evidence that this belongs to me this came from my company the holy spirit is god's seal on us announcing to the whole of creation for all eternity that we are his that we belong to god let us read ephesians the book of ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14 we're going to be reading from the passion translation and because of him when you that's because of jesus when you who were not jews heard the revelation of truth you believed in the wonderful news of salvation now we have been stamped with the seal of the promised holy spirit verse 14 says that he is given to us like an engagement ring is given to a bride as the first installment of what's coming is our hope promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete freedom all for the supreme glory and honor of god wow the holy spirit is like an engagement ring (laughs) it's like the engagement ring that god has given to us saying that these ones are mine saying that we are the bride of christ saying that we are special the holy spirit is our confidence our assurance because we have the holy spirit we know that we are born again we know that we belong to god we know that we are now god's children because he is now in us and the beautiful part of it all is that he will never leave us he abides with us forever he lives in us and with us forever he's not going anywhere he has come to stay 
He's God's gift to us and is here to stay with us forever. Next week, we continue our study on the Holy Spirit. We'll be looking at John chapter 16 and see who the Holy Spirit is to us. We will see how he is our counselor, how he is our comforter, how he is our intercessor, how he is our strengthener, how he is our standby, how he is our teacher. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'll see you next week. Remember, you are loved, you are special, you are precious in the eyes of God.